to Skull Crack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic the Gathering podcast. I am your host, David Wolf, and I am joined here by... Kieran. And Andal. And each and every week, we bring you all the latest news and tournament reports about Magic the Gathering. How's it going? Good, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm kind of pooped, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> pooped. Yeah, yeah all, we're all pooped. I'm also pooped. It's late at night here, and we're just back from uh, PPTQ, all of us, um, all the way across the country in Galway. So, two, what was it? How long is it in the car? Two and a half hours. Uh, two and a half hours. Yeah. 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 We, we made good time on the way back, but yeah, good, good amount of traveling, <coughs> uh, which we're not really used to being in Dublin. Normally, everything that happens in the magic scene is like. 10 minutes from where we live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know Dublin is in the centre universe, but I feel <laughs> like it really should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, um, it's, it's uh, like a lot of people in America travel like regularly that distance for exactly, people's views yeah. and stuff like that to try and find like the ones that are lower attended and stuff mm. like that. But no, we just go to all of them and it doesn't matter where they are. Yeah. Just have to kind of go to them. Um, but most of them, yeah, are in Dublin, which is... Which is nice. Um, so yeah, to this week, um, our lineup, we're going to be talking about um, loads of news because uh, the invocations and um, also some other cards from Amonkhet were spoiled along with some of the mechanics um, or previewed, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel uh, like spoiled is like a negative word, you know? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, but that's the word that people use. <laughs> they call it spoiler season in Wizards. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, they do, yeah. 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 Yeah, but but you will notice that instead of using spoilers, they do use the word preview, preview a lot. That's do they? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because they just don't like to. It's like the way instead of foil, they say premium. Yeah, you know? really? Yeah, yeah. They're, they. I don't know whether they're not allowed to say foil, but they just say premium because that's the name of the card, the yeah, type yeah. of card or whatever. Um, yeah. So we have that, and we'll we'll talk. We'll give a tournament report on our on our uh, PPTQ. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> didn't go well, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well I, I, it, was, it was tough but I just about got in for that win in round five yeah bye 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 we'll hear all about it yeah that's a little <laughs> preview for later and uh, then the last thing we'll hit is our deck of the week which will keep a surprise until we get there yeah 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 um, okay, so I suppose the first thing to talk about well would you, would you guys rather talk about the, the invocations or the normal cards Invocations, I guess. Invocations. Yeah. Okay, so we were hit out of the blue with uh, with the invocations from uh, top level podcast. Was the first one I think it was Avon Mind Sensor. Yeah, they were and, they uh, were all revealed like pretty much. The yeah, same it was in time. like within two hours of each other, yeah. I think mostly. <clears throat> and then the, the few of them that weren't revealed were all revealed the next day. It was cool. They gave Except a lot. The they gave a lot of them to Twitch streamers. Yeah, and they basically really t- nice. told them all, "Okay, reveal your card at three p.m." Eastern time or whatever, yeah. Pacific time, I think it was. Sorry, yeah. And uh, yeah, so they were just. I think it meant that, like, even though all these people were streaming at the same time, like they were all getting like really good views on their yeah, streams. I, I would so, imagine that they they kind of communicated to stagger them because yeah, they didn't yeah. all happen at exactly the same time. Yeah. Um. Like, I, did you guys watch any of the streams or? Uh, no. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I watched the uh, Gabby Sparks' stream so for when she yeah. revealed hers, which was Vindicate. But yeah, people were really excited about it. But yeah, I suppose the, 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 the most controversial thing to talk about is the uh, the new frames. So I don't think we need to describe them all that much. I think most people have seen them at this <laughs> point. They've seen them. Yeah, if you haven't seen them, just yeah, just Google uh, Ammon Cat Invocations. Yeah, yeah. They're, um, so the, the three Masterpiece series so far, the frames all have been very distinct. Yeah. And I think like people kind of didn't realize they could 
swing and miss since the first yeah. two were just great and people just kind of assumed they're all going to be great forever even yeah. though if you're if you have a different design every single time you just can't it's, have 100% success right it's never going to happen yeah, exactly. well actually do either of you like them I don't like them but maybe no I don't like them people, no, some I people really do like them no. no okay so we're all in the same <laughs> like there. Yeah. some but people I, do like them some people do like them so which you know is, they're wrong uh, yeah I mean I, that <laughs> seems incorrect <laughs> 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 I feel like you, you said that before. That seems yeah. incorrect. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, they're they're not the best. Um, I th- this like I kind of like I was so dismissive of them that I kind of looked looked at all of them and I almost couldn't even really take in the art because mm. I was so overwhelmed by the yeah. frame and it's just there's it's so busy. There's so much going on. Yeah. in the frame, uh, the border is so wide looking compared mm. to a normal Magic card, even though it probably actually isn't, but. It makes the art look smaller. Yeah, it makes the art look smaller. Uh, the font in the text in the like, in I, the, I think the te- the font in the in the actual in the rules line. text is fine. Yes, but in the in the type line and the name of the card is awful. It's it's, it looks really cheap. Did not know that it was like. actually text. But that's the effect that they wanted. Yeah, I don't. Actually. I can't imagine why they wanted that. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I can kind of understand why they wanted that, but at that point, just if you want it to be difficult to read. Just make it impossible to read. Yeah. Just make it actual yeah, hieroglyphics. Yeah, yeah. And I know there there might not be hieroglyphics for like spell pierce or even mindsets or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But just make it as close as you can. Like. Yeah, because because it's it's if you're looking through all these cards that have been revealed like at around the same time, you're like, I'm not even sure which switch. I mean, if you're not familiar with these cards in these other formats, you're like, I think this is. I mean, for ages, I thought there was. Um, uh, Oh, there, there, there was a card. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher this out. It's, it's a, it's, it's. Hang on, A S H is, is it dash, or bash? No, sorry. It's, it's. I'm oh, sorry. It's, 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 it's a. It's a. You're, you're turning island to your hand. If you pay a mana cost. Days. Or, oh, days. days. Yes. Oh, so I thought that was bays. Yes. Because yeah. the D looks like a B. That does, does look like it. And I was like, ah, oh, bays. That must be some <laughs> nautical term. <laughs> Good old bays. Yeah. Classic yeah. magic card. Yeah, there's a, there's a few others. Yeah, the D looking like a B is a bad one. Also, the fact that um, it's just hard to tell because there's sort of random hieroglyphics in the in the name yeah. space as well. So it's kind of hard to tell where the name of the card starts at yeah, first glance. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very strange. Yeah, so I don't like that at all. Yeah, the in the in the actual rules text, it's fine. Um, but I, yeah, I was very dismissive and I kind of thought, oh, the art sucks as well. It was just my initial impression because I was yeah. so overwhelmingly yeah. just negative yeah. about oh, the frame. Yeah. But then Mishra's Photoshop on Twitter I saw put up uh, some tweets that were like he had Photoshopped the art into like old Magic Card frames. Yeah. So like the Vindicate, he put the new Vindicate art in the old gold border that, that like original Vindicate art is terrible anyway so yeah yeah, yeah but and, and, but it really made the art like pop and yeah. it was like oh this art is actually incredible on yeah. these cards yeah. it's just the fact that the frame is taking away from it yeah. Yeah. in a big yeah. way it's a shame yeah yeah um, it, it is unfortunate um, and of course as we said some people like them and like not to be completely negative about them like the art is really nice like you said uh, my personal favourite is Entomb I think it looks amazing um, cool, yeah. yeah, it's like a little guy just like and there's sand flowing into a chamber that he's in and he's just being entombed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh and like all the the counterspell man and so, or the counterspell art and stuff looks really good. Counterspell's good. Uh counterbalance is kind of funny because it's yeah. two people like fighting yeah. on a seesaw. Yeah, gladiators <laughs> style. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which yeah. I quite like. 
Uh, Force of Will looks looks quite good yeah, as well. Well, Force of Will, Counterspell, and Spellpierce and Cryptic Command all basically look the same. They could yeah. you could yeah, just change the art around. It's just Duck God Column doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, as for the actual choice of cards, um, I think it was pretty good. Uh, I think so far, uh, someone told me this. I think Force of Will is the only one that's over over a hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, but I think that must be mostly down to just the people not liking the frames. Yeah. Because I think Definitely. there there aren't really there aren't all that many like incredible staple cards. There are so there are quite a few for Legacy and stuff like that. Mm. But there are a lot of Commander cards in this set. Definitely. And, you, and which is something that I think props up the value of the masterpieces as people mm-hmm. wanting them for Commander. So I got to imagine that the lower prices is is sellers just thinking that people people dislike the frame, so they're they're not going to be worth as much. Yeah, not point. well, basic, yeah, not as high demand for them basically. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's probably going to be true. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it, which is great for the people who like them because they can get them cheaper. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and no one else is going to be bothered. Yeah, so. exactly. But uh, the. You know, don't want to be all negative about them because it is good that if that they've tried a different thing. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? That's it, yeah. Like I remember, it was about a year ago, or probably more actually. Um, it was around when Battle for Zendikar and um, Oath of the Gate Watch were out because they had that different frame for not only the expeditions but also cards that had Devoid. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And I remember Mark Rosewater doing like a. Uh, he he did like a poll on on uh, what the blog blogatog yeah on blogatog um you know to get people's reaction to the to the different frames and they were like oh would you like to see more different frames in the future mm. and like I think we should have seen this coming kind of like <laughs> yeah. they, it, it yeah. was clear that they were gonna this was their place to experiment with like crazy frames and like even the Kaladesh ones like now we can all look back at them and say that they were they're really really nice whatever mm. but people. When people first saw them, they were like, "Oh, that's very strange. I don't like that." True, yeah, um, that's true. But it was not quite as different as this. Yeah, especially um, because I think for the expeditions, people kind of thought it was a once-off at that point. Yeah, exactly. It was Zendikar. Yeah, because because the first Zendikar had the treasures. Or exactly. Yeah. So people just thought it was a once-off. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I still think it's good. These cards are getting reprinted. Definitely. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, even if they're kind of ex- you know expensive foil mythic rarity versions of the cards like it's it's always good to get mm-hmm. the, you know people, cards people want reprinted yeah yeah um the other thing is if the demand for these is not quite as high as the other the other masterpiece series series have been mm. does that mean that the prices of regular rares and uncommons in amonkhet will be higher on average, than the other sets that are in standard. Yeah, I've heard a few people say this, and it seems to be sort of accepted as sort of like, which uh, is kind of how the economics of it works. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure if that's true. Yeah, like how much do those cards really affect the price overall of the set? Like, and will we see this start to change over time? Not just with this type, with this particular one, because because it's different, different card types that are card frames that people don't really like. But over time, when the Masterpiece series is just kind of like, oh, well, this is the way it is now. Yeah. And this is just the fifth rarity, as they say. Yeah. Um, fifth? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, will that start to, like, will, will prices start to creep back up again? Because I feel like uh, the price of rares and uncommons, most of them from Kaladesh, is just, like, all the way down. Like, it most is. of the rares cost mm-hmm. nothing. 
there there are like expensive mythics from the set. There are, yeah. Like say like Chandra Torch of Defiance. Like that's yeah. like what a twenty euro card. Yeah. And like that one's unusually expensive as well. Yeah, and like even before it was seen play, it was expensive. Yeah. And that's in a set with really good masterpieces. Yeah. So would that like how much more expensive would that card be if masterpieces weren't in that set? I don't. Yeah. I don't really feel like that it would be much more than a twenty euro card mm. in that case. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm not too sure about this sort of like. Uh, you know, common wisdom that masterpieces the, keep the price down. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like for all the price for the for the price of all of the cards to go down significantly, the, the masterpieces will have to have an impact on the number of boxes being opened, which yeah. doesn't really seem like is the case. Uh, are, are people more inclined? Well, to open I think the box? that's that people were thinking that that was the case. Yes. that people were more opening more of the boxes because they really wanted the masterpieces, and more boxes were being sold to put into the wild. Okay, but. With this set, where not really as many people want the masterpieces, does that mean that that's going to have an effect? Well, I guess you know it's just a question to ask. We we don't know. We'll, we'll mm. see in a few months' time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, how the prices of the Amonkhet rares are, and if if we can make a correlation, but it won't be us. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody who does maths and yeah. financial. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There be articles. So <laughs> great detail. Yes, exactly. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much how I feel about the invocations. Yeah, they're not great. Uh, there, there are some some elements of their of their thing that I, I like. For example, I like the bolus horns around the hollow foil. Yeah, the bottom that's really cool. Actually, cool, that's incorporating a, like a part of the card into the like mm. the design. I like the gold bits at the bottom. Yeah, I like the bolus horns on the side. I think the color indicators are, bleh, like yeah, the, the, the color indicators on the borders of the card because you can't yeah. really see them. Not that you can't really see them, but they just don't stand out what color the card is. I quite like the red one. Yeah, because the red one stands out more. Yeah. And the black one as well stands out more. Yeah. Um, but the white and the blue ones don't stand out very much. And unfortunately, white and blue are the most common yeah. for, the, for the invocations, yeah. Yeah, because okay, the actual mana symbols don't have color in them. So Yeah, that as well, so yeah. If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're looking immediately at the, the mana cost to see what color the card is, yeah. you don't get that information straight away mm. as yeah. you would on the card. And you're you're like, not going to intuitively go and look at the border for uh, the other indicators that there are. Yeah, like if, if you held, uh, you know normal spell pierce and invocation spell pierce up to somebody and you know you held up the normal one you said what color is that like a person who doesn't know magic they go that's blue mm. but if you held that one up they go like brown yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so it just doesn't smack you in the face which is yeah. fair enough because these are for enfranchised players but at the same time i don't know i feel like it's going to cause yeah. coverage people headaches yeah <laughs> what kind is that people already get a bit confused about expeditions and stuff so. that's how i feel about the expeditions i find the expeditions quite generic yeah to tell apart the fetches i mean yes specifically yes. yeah um but yeah but yeah anyway that's uh oh one other thing that i want to say bad about them mm. this is terrible <laughs> <laughs> i don't like the fact that the text in the the name and the type line is centered in the card oh, yeah but not in the text box that it's in so it's yeah. just like all shoved over against the right hand side because the right hand side of the box is clipped by the mana cor- by the mana cost mm. and the set symbol. Right. It's just so weird looking. Yeah, it does. It looks slightly off. Yeah. yeah, it's very strange. It's like someone putting together a bad CV on Microsoft Word. Yeah, exactly. Like it's yeah. just everything's <laughs> yeah. all over the place. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, I, I swear to God, this is true. So in work, uh, I was looking at these these, these masterpieces at lunch. <laughs> I showed, so I showed two girls at work with just these new cards that have been revealed, and I 
they like only know about magic. They, like, all they know about magic is that there's cards that people play with. Mm. And I said, here's the new cards. What do you think? And they're like, it actually looks like poo. It's just, it, it doesn't, yeah. it's, they don't look appealing <laughs> at all. Like, like actual poo. And I was like, yeah, that's right. So then I showed them to compare. I showed them like a Mr. Rainforest mm-hmm. okay. to, to compare. Yeah. And I go, here's what they were like last year. And they're like, oh my God, it's so much nicer. Like looking at the phone, looking up to it. And I swear to God, one of them looked at it and said, what sacrifice busy rainforest pay one life that doesn't sound very good at all (laughs) that gets everyone every time (laughs) she's dead right yeah i agree (laughs) down the fetch line starting again with 19 you know (laughs) terrible you're giving yourself disadvantage just Just play above them once yeah exactly (laughs) yeah no 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 pain life with this crap um yeah but the other good thing to say about them is that it's good that they're take taking a chance and trying something different and i I hope that the extreme negative reaction doesn't put them off Try something different no, again. I think wizards are used to being moaned at. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> okay, so um, will we start talking about some of the some of the cards that are yeah, actually cards. in the set? I suppose. Yeah. Um, well, maybe as as kind of a segue, we could talk about the fact that Avon Mind Sensor is actually oh, yeah. in the set. There we go. Yeah. Um, what, was there another? So I think it's just the gods and Avon Mind Sensor yeah. that yeah. are that are invocations and also in the set. And we haven't had their gods revealed yet. Well, they'll be revealed right, by the right. time yeah. by the time this podcast goes up. They'll be revealed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Avon Mind Sensor doesn't match up well against Walking Ballista. That's the no, first thing yeah. that comes to my mind. I don't really want to pay three mana for a two one. Uh, I don't know if it was ever great at standard. I wasn't playing when it was in standard before. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like a particularly impressive card in a vacuum, yeah. and it's. Like in so in modern, it sees play in uh, sort of the death and taxes type deck, Eldrazi and taxes they call it, or, or just hate bears, mm-hmm. where you're just you're just trying to uh, stop people from from doing what they want to do. It's <laughs> yeah. basically the aim of the deck. So usually when you no, you're not allowed to search that misty rainforest. Now it's definitely only paying one life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. Unless there happens to be a forest in your top four, yeah, top, four top four, yeah, <laughs> which is probably good. It probably makes a person feel really good if they do hit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's good. I mean, it's it's played there. I don't know if it's even good there because that deck is not even tier two. I would say it's yeah, even, distant. I can't I can't really see any top player deciding to sleeve that up and bring it to a GP or whatever. It's it's just not a very powerful deck. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of like playing cards that are trying to answer what the other person does. Yeah, and you're not really doing anything yourself. You're just playing, you know draft size creatures bears, basically literally bears. yeah literally bears. Yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. so yeah to me i'm not particularly excited about the fact that avon mind sensor is in standard yeah it's kind of cool for frontier if that takes off yeah yeah, yeah. true interesting yeah. you can destroy people's fetch lands basically yeah we'll, we'll see if it has a place i mean the only thing it stops nihiri ultimate right that's uh yeah yeah it stops traverse. traverse yeah traverse. evolving wilds not although that's not that big of a player at the moment yeah so like obviously it stops a tune and evolving wilds um, but the problem is that like that's much less relevant for that player by the time you've played your three drop. Whereas traverse it matters a little bit more because you want to be casting traverse later in the game when you have delirium to get a creature. Yeah. So it actually will annoy people who are casting traverse. Whereas the attuned player but, won't care. Yeah, that's true. But well, I mean, they might not have another land. But sure. But I mean, by the time they've already, it's already turned three. Like they've, yeah, already, they've like, already played the attunes yeah. they need to play. You know? That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Usually it's turn one or two when when people play mm-hmm. their tune. But uh, with traverse, I mean, they might just have a land in their top four. 
Because yeah, Traverse, once Delirium yeah. is on, Traverse gets you any land. Yeah, it gets you any land. So they might still yeah. be able to get something. Yeah, but obviously it's not great. Yeah, but like... But in all, the, all you have then is a 2-1 flyer, which is also not that great. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And like the other thing is like, you use Traverse to find silver bullets, right? Yeah. Uh, which is like, you're stopping them doing that. Yeah. But like, how much of a silver bullet do they really need to deal with your deck that is filled with Avon points? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it trades with a 1-2 spider reach. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, so yeah, if you're, you're gonna if you're gonna bring it in against that deck, uh, you that's what you're that's what you're answering. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know if anything uh, else doesn't, to say doesn't about, seem that good, about no. the bird. The art's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the art is very cool. It's cool. a lot better than the old art. Yeah. The bird man. Oh, bird, 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 bird person. Yeah. Bird person. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, Avon Mind's answer. Then we also had um, what else did we have? We had like Glorybringer and the Demon. Um, and the, the demon actually had cycling, which is important yeah. because then they also announced a, a cycle, a cycle of cycling lands, yeah. dual cycling lands. Yeah, this is the is most amazing. most exciting reveal I think. Yeah, yeah that's so far. Yeah, uh, can't wait. It's, it's just it's really cool. Like, yeah, this and is they're, like they're ally colored. We should mention yeah. as well, just in case people haven't seen them. Yeah, so th- I think this is the longest period of time between reprints of a mechanic. Okay. Because I think the last time cycling what was in uh, Urza's block, was it? I Does have no idea. I, I should have, I should have researched this before here, I said this, but I, but I think it might be. Yeah. But I think it's like 14 years or something since okay, the last yeah. cycling cards were printed. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's such a good mechanic. Like, it's mm. just, like, it, it just works so fluidly in magic. It's, uh, like, you know, if you don't, you don't like what you have, you can get rid of it for a small price and get another card instead. <coughs> yeah, and... And and like that just works so well with the jewel lands. I feel like yeah. So so I saw them initially. I was like, that's great. That's such a good idea. And then I saw that they have basic land types, and I was like, yeah, oh my god, yeah. But at the same time, like it's kind of crazy, but it's also kind of not because it's like it's really matter that they have basic land types because you want them in your hand, not on the battlefield. You can reveal them on the way. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. yeah, but then after we talk about it a little bit more, you can reveal them to the to the Innistrad Shadowlands. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you might just want to get one tapped anyway. Like like you were saying, they might replace the uh, the Battle for Zendikar lands in, in some decks just because it's like you play so few of them. Yeah. Right? And you're like, oh it's gonna come in tapped ninety nine percent of the time anyway, so I may as well get the yeah. Yeah. incidental advantage. Yeah. Yeah, like I was saying that for Frontier, for if if that becomes a thing and you're playing like a four color control deck where uh, a lot of your battle for Zendikar lands that you fetch up are coming in tapped anyway. Mm-hmm. You might just you might just go ah fuck it. I'll just yeah. I'll take the cycling lands. Uh, I don't know if that's that's how it'll work out, but I think it's very interesting. And like that's I mean there are many many things that care about basic land types, not just in yeah. standard. So yeah, so, so, so I, th- I think it definitely is important. Like yeah, like definitely the cycling lands are more important for other formats than standard. Yeah. I think yeah, in standard they'll just be nice comparable. Better than the Scrylands, the, the Theros Scrylands, probably. Um, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Because it, it'd just be nice to be able to throw away a land late in the game yeah. and mm. be like, and like there's some decks where you don't want to play lands after a certain, or you don't need to play lands yeah. after a certain turn or a certain mm. amount of lands on the battlefield. So it's just like you can keep them in your hand and you can just throw them away. Um, it was actually Alara was the last time. Oh, that was cycling was yeah. Alara. Yeah, of course. Sorry, my yeah. bad. Um, but that's still. Quite a long time yeah, ago. That was, is, yeah. Maybe that is 14 years ago. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, because Urza's block is certainly more than 14 years ago. It's like 20 years ago. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, yeah. <laughs> um, 
do you think that the the, the rest of them will be in Hour of, Hour of Devastation, the, the enemy colored ones? I don't know. I, there, there was a remark I saw Mark Rosewater make, I think not too long ago, where he kind of said that he felt like they were having too many unfinished cycles of, yeah. of lands yeah. and they wanted to finish them up. Now, whether that means that they will immediately finish this one up or they'll finish up a different set of lands yeah. is questionable. But I think since cycling is looks like you know a, a sort of medium to major theme mm-hmm. of this block, mm-hmm. I think it would be pretty pretty good for them to just finish it straight away. Yeah, and they did, I believe they did, you know, they have been talking about wanting to keep um, carry over more mechanic mechanics from the from the large set to the small set. Yeah, um, and just like make blocks overall less mechanically dense because they're just throwing away mechanics on nothing like yeah. things like um, what was that one from Innistrad? Not Innistrad, the other one, Eldritch <laughs> uh, <laughs> Moon. Uh, the one where you escalate that's the one escalate Escalate. Escalate was just like there was like three cards with that or whatever four cards five cards and it was just you know a throwaway mechanic that you just forgot about like yeah Yeah. um, so I think that they might try to to do that with this we already kind of saw it with Kaladesh as well they carried most of the most of the themes over into Aether Revolt yeah Yeah. Um, so yeah I think that they might do that yeah and also an enemy an enemy covered cycle I think would is needed now to balance out the lands and standard or was it that this allied cycle as well was needed no I think now allied I think they were equal and now allied lands are ahead again okay so then yeah. another set of enemy would, would balance it out again so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what about the, the, the mechanics in the set other than cycling we have um, exert mm-hmm. which is when your creature attacks you can have it exert and it does a thing yeah and then it doesn't untap next turn. Yeah. Because it's tired. <laughs> we have Embalm, which is kind of like flashback for creatures. So when the creature's in the graveyard, you can pay the Embalm cost and you get a token that's a copy of the creature and you exile the card. And they have a unique token for each creature that has Embalm. So I think that they... I think someone looked at the, the token counter and there's 25 tokens. Wow. Okay. So okay. that probably indicates about... 20 so maybe 18 to 20 cards with Embalm that's uh, pretty great yeah, yeah because because when I read Embalm I, I went oh my god this is so cool obvious it's so obvious have they never done this before yeah and then someone pointed out to me yeah it's because you need a token yeah. for each specific yeah. one yeah. Yeah. so cool. I think it's really cool they've finally bitten the bullet on that and, and done yeah. it yeah. yeah but I think that um, you know you could say that they, they could try to collate the the tokens with the with the cards but that wouldn't make a lot of sense because it, surely there must be some situation there must be well we know that there are common embalmed cards yeah so they could be two in a pack so you can't have two tokens in a pack yeah true. so they have these punch out cards that they've made and it's like they have a little um they have some little uh punch out what would you call them counters i suppose like pa- paper like counters mm. and it just says embalmed and yeah. you just stick that you, obviously you just use the creature that should be in, in exile mm-hmm. but just put it on the table and put an embalm thing on it to, just for limited I suppose yeah, but yeah. what happens if I flash in a wasteland strangler and want to process the card but <laughs> they've <laughs> had another bad yeah. yeah 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 but surely you're just going to target the, that one with the minus three minus three anyway yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah. not necessarily, I suppose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> think, think of favor. You're, you're you're processing the corpse of the mummy. To that would be terrible though to process an embalmed card because then I can just. Oh, embalm, they just do it again. again. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. 
what was the other thing? Uh, exert. I think they they have another little counter for exert as well. So we saw Glorybringer. <laughs> I think which, the, um, was a haste dragon who does four damage uh, to a creature or planeswalker. I think not the player anyway. Uh, when he attacks, I thought it was. I think it's just creature. Maybe. It's just creature. Just creature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just creature. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that card looks pretty ass. Yeah. Um, looks like it'll be definitely insane in limited. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a four for haste dragon for five. Of course yeah. it will be. And uh, it's just look, worse than absent though constructed. It is worse than Abyssin and Constructed. There still could be a deck for it, maybe. Yeah, maybe but, so. uh, yeah. but it seems a bit below rate for... We have we have some good 4-4 flyers in standard at the moment. Yes, yes so, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's the Brick Counters as well. Yes, right? the yeah, Brick Counters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're also so there was a, the Vault. What was it called? The Oracle of the Vault or something like that? I mean, Oracle's, Vault. Vault. Yeah, Oracle's Vault. Oracle's yeah. Vault. Yeah. So it's like 4 mana and then 2, two mana and tap it. Exile top card of your library. You can play it until end of turn. Um, or cast it no, play it play it I think it's, I think it's it, it is definitely play it yeah because yeah, you, you can play it yeah. and you get a brick counter on it and then when you get three brick counters on it the ability becomes free and you can cast the cards that it uses with without paying their mana cost yeah so it becomes like Etherworks Marvel but just for the top card yeah Yeah. so uh, the peop- the first thing people were going nuts at over this was this and Paradox Engine <laughs> Yeah, because you just untap it. It'll untap when you cast a card and use yeah, the ability. And just do it again. Uh, yeah, until you hit a land. Yeah, exactly. So doesn't it doesn't seem that insane, really. It's <laughs> just, like, it'll yeah. generate some value. Yeah. You're putting in a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite a lot of work. It's yeah. four mana for the vault, five mana for the paradox engine, yeah. you six mana over three turns for the... To get the counters. Yeah, to get the counters. On. And then yeah. you're... Then you're Drawing some cards. And yeah. Some <laughs> yeah. You're doing pretty well. Uh, but yeah, I think people thought initially that you could just draw your deck with it, but you can't because you brick. Yeah, brick. Haha. <laughs> once, once you hit a line. <laughs> bricks. So they have these brick counters on the punch out card. So obviously there must be other That's things yeah. that use brick. Well, not obviously, but probably yeah. there are other things that use brick counters. Um, we haven't really seen them do a theme of like this type of counter. Like outside no, of plus one plus one or minus one minus one yeah. for a long time actually. I, like I can't even think yeah, of I think poison. We really the last one, huh? Yeah, there's always weird counter names that like they reuse. Yeah, there's always like one, one or two, two cards. Yeah, yeah like, like velocity ice. counter. Yeah, is yeah. like they've yeah. been using that for years for like mad different cards. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and like it's on whatever that vehicle oh, is. Chase drags oh, or yeah, something. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so anyway, we definitely know, well, it, yeah, it's very likely that there'll be more than one card with counters on it, with, with brick counters. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so I suppose then when we saw energy, you know, we, got, we have, have a wide range of energy cards that, you know, cards that require two energy to do something and cards that require eight energy to do something. Mm-hmm. So maybe, will there be like a great big brick uh, artifact that requires like 10 bricks to activate? Yeah, it'll be, it's yeah, be yeah, our yeah, pyramid. Thing. It'll be, it'll be a pyramid. It'll be yeah, a pyramid, sure. 100%. It's going to do something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, like it, it definitely seems like you won't ever be spending brick counters. You'll only just put them on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, they, they, you're building a monument or whatever yeah. is the flavor, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. It's pretty cool. Winding, winding Constrictor. Yeah. Is that any No, it's only you. If you or a creature you control gets a counter, it's not if, like, an artifact you control uh, gets, uh, gets a counter. Damn. It's only you or a creature. You could turn your your vault into a creature Ooh. somehow. Like Crafter's Awakening. Uh, yeah, or uh, Tezzeret's Touch. Tezzeret's Touch. Yeah. And yeah. then Wanda Constrictor will give Whoa. a double counter. And supply so we're, we're off to the <laughs> race. How can we put white into this deck? 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I, that sounds kind of uh, loose I mean sounds about as good as the paradox engine idea yeah that's true that's true <laughs> anyway, well, there, there might flat out be a card that says uh, oh you're going there's uh, there's Skyship Raider the pirate is yes. it is that, is, is that creatures or? oh yeah that no I think that double uh, it doubles yeah, it gives oh. you an extra counter of something. It, it, it's a if it's got, no, it's it's got it's, spaceship plunder. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's definitely not just permanent because then it'll be planeswalkers be broken with it. No, I think it might be. Yeah, yeah, because Mal- Malfish Revolutionary would be another one that could just be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it put another counter of a kind that was there already, so yeah. that would count. Yeah, 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 yeah. As long as it can target but artifacts. But as long as it can target yeah. artifacts, yeah. yeah. yeah well, there, there might be some, there might be an artifact creature that does this. Yeah, 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 there might be a flat big card that, you know, add another pretender to target artifact. I guess we have to see yeah. the cards and figure out if it's yeah. even worth yeah. doing this. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, uh, Skyship Wonder yeah. says for each kind of counter on target permanent or player. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so that works with Planeswalkers. Yeah, yeah, it works with Planeswalkers. Okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe 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 uh, this standard format hasn't been figured out. Yet. We, got, <laughs> we got we got three weeks, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we we are kind of at the death of the format at the moment. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's uh, I think that's really all the cards that yeah, have yeah. been spoiled so far. I mean, there's the demon as well with the oh yeah, the, the demon with cycling. But yeah, it's pretty uh, nice. It looks really good. I think that's yeah, just yeah. very strong looking. Card. Yeah, and then minus one minus one counters obviously is a yeah, that's strong theme. theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. The, more, yeah. yeah we have some very important reprints like a giant spider, ancient crab. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. In the welcome decks, yeah, fling, fling, fling. yeah. There you go. Fling is actually really interesting. I was talking to this with a couple of guys at the PPTQ today. Like fleeing a metalwork colossus at someone is yeah. definitely a thing. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then you have the ATOG as well. Yeah. So you can have like a sort of cheap metalwork colossus deck with red with ATOGs. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. you can you can eat all your cheap stuff, throw the ATOG at them, and throw, and then throw the metalwork metal colossus, yeah. yeah. Or even like attack and but like, and throw. Yeah. yeah, but like with metalwork colossus as well, you've Sanctum of Ugin, right? So you're mm-hmm. you're getting your next one. So you'll be able to to do that pretty good. Yeah, and then you can get it back to the graveyard as well if you sack a few yeah, if you sack two artifacts. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a metalwork process decks now at all, but they fall apart because you know, yeah, your metalwork process they don't do much when you have like a one one or a, yeah or a one two or whatever. So uh, yeah, yeah, they just get chumped by three inspectors and, yeah. and topters all day. Is it, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, just throw them at your opponent's face, and you can you can if you're making a play, you, 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 they will be these decks usually or or usually blue or mono blue and uh, mm. in them. So yeah, back on the counter spells and uh, uh, Pummeler seems pretty good in this deck. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, Pummeler could be good with, I think, with like, a fling. I think that could be a legitimate attack. Yeah, yeah that's really good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I also wanted to mention about the Gideon from the Planeswalker deck because he seems like the best Planeswalker from a Planeswalker deck that we've seen. So he's like Gideon, Marshall Paragon, and he's five mana. And I don't remember his loyalty, but his plus one is uh, on top of all creatures you control. They get mm-hmm. plus one, plus one until end of turn. So end of turn, not until your next turn. Yeah. Uh, his, or his zero has become... Five five indestructible blah yeah. blah Gideon think, <laughs> and then uh, his ultimate is I don't remember it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I I remember because I actually looked at this as well and I didn't realize it was the Planeswalker deck one and I went yeah oh, this seems a bit weak yeah for a standard Planeswalker and then yeah. I was like oh but this is really good for, yeah for a Planeswalker yeah, one yeah. yeah and like when you consider in comparison to the Liliana which is seven mana. God, and her yeah. plus two or whatever it is put a one one counter on up to one or, or <laughs> minus, minus one, one minus one, one counter. Yeah. 
on up to one target creature. There you and go. Then that's her... one for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then her next turn, she can kill the same creature. Yeah. With the minus, like presumably there's other ways to get there minus one, minus one counters onto the, the creatures in these decks, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not like you know, there's like there's other seven mana planeswalkers in in the only turtle formats that you know yeah. are strictly better than than this. And Certainly, don't cost yes. any quarter mana. Yes, <laughs> and they don't kill things; they exile things. Is there only one other is seven? Karen? Seven? Karen? Yeah, other? Karen is the only other seven, 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 seven costs. There's a lot um, of six. Yeah, yeah, and I can think of at least one eight. Ugin's eight. Yeah, I think Karen might be the only seven. Uh, until now, I oh, know Garrick, uh, the black oh, green. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Never mind. He's yeah. he's really good as well. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Awesome in cube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Destroy another target planeswalker is very good. In <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> planeswalkers everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any other cards that you wanted to hit before we move on? No. From no, the, no. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, as we said, the the gods will be uh, revealed by the time this podcast is is up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Enjoy that, guys. We'll yeah. talk about the next <laughs> week. <laughs> okay, so we'll uh, we'll just give a quick tournament report. Um, so we went to a PPTQ today in Galway. The attendance was 16 players. Yeah, which um, it turns out is the most awkward number you can have. Yes, we had a bit of a problem in the middle of the tournament. So the, the, the judge initially said that it was going to be four rounds cut to top eight. And then the pairings were posted before the start of round four. Not the pairings, the standings. Uh, so people could figure out what was going on and then there was a, an, a, a protracted delay and the judge eventually came back and said oh my bad um, actually it's going to be five rounds cut to top four yeah I think after speaking with some other judges and yeah, stuff like yeah. that uh, I think there were some players who, who weren't uh, entirely happy with the four rounds cut to top eight yeah which I think is fair enough so that, so yeah it's the, I think I believe the way it works is if you have more than eight but less than 17 mm-hmm. people the, the way we ended up doing it is correct. Is where correct, you have yeah. five rounds cut to top four. Yeah. But um, once you get to 17, it's it's the first it's, way we would have done it. Four rounds cut to top eight? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it was a, it was a bit of, bit of, a, of a cluster cluster F. Yes. But uh, it, it, it all worked out okay in the end. I think players were stressed out, uh, especially when, like, people who thought, like, uh, one more round and then I'm then I'm in for my yeah, top eight. Yeah. Suddenly realized, oh, I'm actually very far away from top yeah, four. Yeah. Uh, so that's a bummer. Like I, yeah. I'm kind of, I was kind of against it on principle in that I think that like if people have paid money and entered a tournament and been told this is the structure, it should uh, just stay that way. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I think even if you've made a mistake in the first place, uh, it's you're it's making it worse by by, by changing in mid tournament. However, like. I understand that like there is like a like a regularity to the structure of magic tournaments like because they're all sanctioned wizard events yeah and so players kind of you know enfranchised tournament players know what the tournament structure should be generally yeah, exactly yeah. and so people obviously are in the right to complain and mm-hmm. i can see why it was changed as yeah well. yeah so definitely. yeah yeah so apart from all that stuff um We'll just go around the table and, and say what we played, I suppose. So, Al, what did you play? Yeah, I played Blu-ray Merge. Oh, you should have said something off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is kind of off the wall, I suppose. Yeah. No, yeah. One's, no one's spitting at their tea when they hear, oh my God, Al <laughs> no. was on Blu-ray Merge. No, well, they, well, they will be spitting at tea when they hear that. Oh, fuck, we won't be playing it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't do well. Um, it was like, yeah, I... I instead, of, instead of going through... Instead of, instead of going through every match and every match, well, it, and it yeah. felt like... A lot of the times it was me battling against the deck itself. Mm. A lot of the time I was just drawing, drawing half of the deck, and 
Uh, I mean, I wouldn't like a game or two, but apart from that, all the games I lost felt like that there was no way I could have won them. Mm. Uh, the only choices I had to make were the choices I made this morning when I was deciding what deck to play. Yeah, and that was a uh, misplay. <laughs> As we say in the Street Fighter community, the game starts on the character select screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I suppose yeah, let's not let's not Dwell give her a rundown. For too long. No, let's not yeah, give a rundown yeah, of yeah. all our games or whatever. Yeah, Just if we can remember a few cool plays or yeah, anything yeah. like that. Was Anthony that you any highlights that you want? Um, yeah, well, at one point I had uh, three uh, prize bottles in my hand, no way to get rid of them or cast oh, them. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I think was, I feel like it wasn't really any cool. Actually, yeah, I, I think on the very first game, uh, I was kind of going off to do the theme stuff, and like, there was like people standing around me saying, "Oh, Just I heard about things. I heard about this deck. It's really cool." And I was like, "Yeah, this is great." And I won game one mm. around one. And I was like, "Yeah, this is this is where it's happening." Yeah, then all went downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, when people, we, people thought it was cool though. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely saw you scaring a guy in the last round when you were explaining how many yeah. triggers suddenly went on the stack and <laughs> yeah, was like, yeah. what is going yeah. on. He still ended up winning that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny, uh, but the oh, when we played, and uh, so uh, I won game one, and then in game two, you were like doing all your stuff as you said your mm. your LGBT and things and like there were some people just because we were on the we were on the bottom table yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were some people just watching our game and um, and they were just like whoa when that deck goes off it really goes off and then yeah, yeah. and then I just uh, like you know we went game three and I just like you know beat you quite yeah. quickly yeah. Yeah. Like, played some magic cards yeah. I was like I'll cast Cathanic Reading discarding yeah. two lands yeah and I, that's what I was saying that I was always happy to see it discard <laughs> two lands because it wasn't Price of Algums yeah. or, yeah. or Stitch yeah. Wings oh, yeah. that can gas up it, it was like you're looking for the good things you don't have them yet yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so Kieran what did you what did you play I played four colors of Healy mm-hmm. so uh, I was on a slightly slightly untuned or mistuned version I think there were a couple mm-hmm. of choices attuned uh, attuned <laughs> I was certainly in a tuned version yeah, yeah. so there were, co- there, the were there were a couple of choices I maybe would have made differently in the car on the way down I was talking to Pablo who came second in the event he was on four color as well and I was discussing maybe going on to the delirium version yeah which is, uh, basically basically the same deck except for you run traverses rather than a tune. You still run one a tune, and you just have an Ishkanat to find. <laughs> That's basically the difference. You can you can find Feldar Guardian or, or whatever as well. But uh, and you, uh, a lot of the versions play one Gear Hulk as well, just mm-hmm. as, as another Silver Bolt to find. But that but yeah, it only plays nineteen land that version. And Pablo yeah, kind of talked me out of it. He said he tried it in a couple of leagues on Magic Online. And he said he just like had never molded so much in his life, yeah. and it just, no, really. felt, it just felt like you were fighting against your opening hands constantly. Whereas the 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 sort of standard four color color Sahili version just feels great. Like he just how many like, lands is that one? Twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. Yeah, and four and four tunes. Yeah, and four servants. And, and four openers. And four openers. Yeah. So you've twenty one is like twenty six or yeah. something. Yeah. Really. Um. So yeah, uh, the deck felt great. I I had a pretty pretty average record, um, below average, but uh, and I definitely made some mistakes in some rounds. But I was still I still ended up mulliganing a lot, which is makes me glad I didn't play the version that possibly would have made me mulligan even more. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, had some good games. Played against four color Sahili twice, uh, Marty vehicles twice, and 
the blue white flash deck that we actually were talking about in our pre- last episode I played nice. against that uh, nice. once as well which was really cool actually because I think I was we were like uh, us three were probably the only people in the room who kind of knew <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. About it. Very yeah. Very yeah. you were very well prepared to yeah. play against it he's obviously so. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh, yeah, maybe. It's Masahiro from Japan. I doubt he's listening, to be honest. Ah, oh, you never know. But, uh, <laughs> Shout out to But I told him about the podcast today, so, you know, okay, has cool. Masahiro. Cool. But, uh, yeah, so, so the deck felt really good. Um, the games against Mardu, I just got crushed in, in four games. One, one against, uh, against Wolf. Yeah. And the other against Brian, who ended up winning the event. Congratulations, Brian. Um, that was, he didn't win, Oh, sorry, Jackie. Jackie oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Jackie came second, and Pablo came uh, third. Joint third. Oh, wait, sorry, Jackie came first. Sorry, <laughs> Jackie came, came first. Second. Brian came second. Pablo, Pablo came third. Sorry, Pablo. Yes. Yeah, totally mixed up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the two four color Sahili mirrors I had mm-hmm. were like both brilliant matches. One, mm-hmm. one was against Pablo, and uh, yeah, they were they were just so good. They were like they were just long interactive matches. It was just like removal flying back and forth, planeswalkers, creatures, combat damage. Yeah. Uh, it was it was actually like really good magic and it's one of the reasons why those matches I, I can say like I don't think this is like a bad format even though there yeah, are only yeah. a couple of decks you can play. Yeah, it definitely has some good in it. Yeah, 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 I legitimately had some good matches and like even though I just got rolled over by Mardu I feel like that matchup as well can be like really intricate and, mm-hmm. and sort of you know, long-winded and fun, um, but yeah. So, so that was the event for me. It was it was pretty good. I can't remember any specific great plays I made. Um, went to time in the last game against Pablo, and yeah. uh, despite me having authority on the battlefield for the whole time and him remembering, he tried to uh, combo me out at the end. Yeah, with uh, with it, but uh, it didn't matter that he that he made that slight screw up because he still just had a, had a huge board was able yeah, to yeah. wreck me with a sky sovereign. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it was sweet. It was good. <laughs> Or were you on Wolf? Uh, I was Sorry, playing. You said. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was playing Murder Vehicles. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I played it last uh, last Thursday night in Standard as well. Um, did fairly well there, but today I went one four. Also sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I, I lost the dice roll almost every round, mm-hmm. which I think contributes to it a lot. Um, but also I made some mistakes. Um. In particular, I remember uh, I played in the first round, I played against Pablo as well, so he was playing four-colour. Uh, there were a couple of plays uh, that were a problem. Uh, there was, the first one was a, a board state where I had I had a Gideon on four loyalty uh, and a knight, and I had a, a Thraven Inspector and a Walking Blist on one counter. And he had four mana open, and he attacked me. He, he had a... Um, he had a a Thopter and uh, what's the card that makes the Thopters? Uh, World of Virtuoso. World of Virtuoso, yeah. So he had a Thopter and a World of Virtuoso and he attacked both of them at the Gideon. And I decided to block the World of Virtuoso with the Knight um, and not not kill mm. the Thopter with the Walking Blister. Which worked out very badly for me because he played a untapped fifth land and then played the Sky Sovereign. Yeah. Um, and shot the, oh. shot the Gideon so Shit. it would have been very different from that point on mm-hmm. if I had a Gideon and I thought about it I was like is there a way that he can deal 5 dam or 3 damage I don't think so but I feel like he wouldn't be doing this attack unless mm-hmm. he could yeah. and then I still just was like I'll just let it happen what's the worst that could happen that's that's one of the worst things in any game because I know this from Street Fighter as well 
when you have a gut feeling about something yeah. and you just decide to go against it for some reason. You yeah. second guess yourself. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the worst. Cause, cause sometimes it's right to second guess yourself, but like most of the time it's probably not. Yeah, no. If, <laughs> yeah, like you're like usually if you if you are experienced in sort of what you're doing, if it's not just a random idea, you know, if your intuition is usually telling you something for a reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so. so that that one was just kind of like on my part was a bit like uh, but it could have gone the other way maybe I yeah mean, it does not uh, i also had um no i didn't have anything held up or anything like that but i i mean it, yeah it, it didn't have to go that way but then the other one was just basically idiocy on my part i think <laughs> so he basically he had again he still he had a size sky sovereign mm-hmm. um and he had nothing else he had five lands and he had, I had um, a Traven Inspector, a Clue, and a Walking Ballista on two counters. And I was feeling pretty good because I had an Avacyn in hand. So Walking Ballista on the board and Avacyn in hand is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he played, he tapped out all five mana for Release the Gremlins targeting my Clue and my Walking Ballista. And I had three mana open, which I was holding up for unlicensed integration. Um, and so I promptly pinged him with the Walking Ballista. I shot mm-hmm. him for two. And then, and then I thought better for a second and I was like, I, I went to crack the clue and then I was like, hmm, then I can't, uh, then I can't, uh, I had an unlicensed integration in my hand, mm. then I can't unlicensed integration his, his boat. But if I had sacrificed the clue, then he wouldn't have gotten any gremlins. To crew it? Or yeah, so he, he had nothing on the board. Uh, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing would have, basically he would have just spent his turn destroying my two artifacts, but I would have gotten two damage and drawn a card out. It was actually a bad play by him. Yeah. And and I just made it into a good play because of the way that I reacted to it, because I let him destroy the clue. So So because of that, he got two gremlins. Yeah. Even though it didn't destroy the ballista. You still get two. You still get two. You get it. However many gremlins it is, if even one legal target resolves on the destroy part. Whereas it would have countered the spell. You would have countered the whole thing. Sacrifice the clue. Yeah. 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 So... I think it was just a silly play by him because he still like, killed his gremlins next turn or did you die that turn oh no he, he didn't even crew oh. he didn't even crew he just left the gremlins there because I had the mana up and I thought for a long time but your Abyssin flipped then no I didn't have an Abyssin on the board at that point oh sorry I, I had the Abyssin in my hand right right sorry yeah sorry. but I didn't have enough mana ah, to play it right right um, yeah so that was silly mm. that was the main thing that I learned I suppose That's, they're, they're the only things that I can really yeah. remember yeah um, oh, and then the other thing was that when another match against Four Colors Sahili, when I forgot to crack uh, my clue on turn two, and then I was in a situation many many turns later down down the down the down the line, uh, and I needed to I had a sword in my hand, and board state was pretty good, but he had I was on like two or three, and he had lethal with topters, and I had yeah I had the sword in my hand, but I was on five land, so I needed to draw a fifth untapped land. Mm. Um, and I ripped the top card and it was unlicensed integration and I had a clue on the board and I cracked the clue to see what the next card was and it was a land, untapped land. Yeah. So yeah. if I had been one card deeper in my library throughout the whole game, I would have had the land to play that sword yeah. and would have continued playing that game. Uh, so don't forget to crack your clues, folks. No. <laughs> I mean, sometimes there's a reason that you don't in yeah. part of vehicles because you want to get you the free damage from the unlicensed. Or Tulecraft Exemplar to yeah. crew a Hardigar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, something like or, that. Or sorry, yeah. not to crew a Hardigar, just yeah. to attack. Well, also <laughs> yeah. to crew a Hardigar. Well, if you have Hardigar, <laughs> you don't Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Unless you want to give your guy first strike. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's true, that's true. 
Um, so yeah, that those were my takeaways from the tournament. Um, but I, I felt like I, I played good games, um, like fun games, yep. interactive games. Um, nobody really got super screwed in all the games or anything like that. No, no matches, no rounds were decided by by screw or anything like that. Mm. So which was good. Yeah, mine definitely were, but it worked in my favor as well as against yeah. me. So well, I that's very really much Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. So that was the tournament. It's good. Yeah. yeah, it was a good event. Yeah. I, uh, another one next weekend. I, I won't be there, but I think you lads maybe yeah, might go. Yeah. So we'll possibly, yeah, I'm not sure. I might. Uh, that might be enough of this format for me, to be honest. Yeah. I've yeah. played a good yeah. bit of it now. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I like the matches, but I don't know. It's, yeah, uh, we're, we're definitely looking forward to the change. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so we move on to our deck of the week. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. cool. So drum roll! It is. Um. Yeah, get it. Yeah. <laughs> get it. Get it. Um, it is. Uh, sorry, my my assistant has just gone to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, my lovely assistant. Yes, uh, it is mind from dual decks. Mind versus might, and we picked mind because it's, sweet. it's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's really sweet. <laughs> and nobody likes green. <laughs> yeah, so this is the yeah. new the new set of dual decks just released uh, this week, was it? Yeah, this, yeah. this past this Friday. Yeah. And uh, they're really sweet. So it's Joira of the Gitu is the is the commander. The commander, the face of this deck, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. of the mind deck. So it's a red blue deck that just has loads of sweet instants and sorceries. Yeah. And it has some storm spells and Joira can give her everything cascade. Or sorry, not cascade, sorry, suspend. I always mess that up. Yeah. And uh, it's it's got some kind of like janky combo-y cards in there and stuff. It's it's really cool. So we played a couple of matches there. Yeah, uh, I was on the side of mind, uh, and uh, I got I got roundly crushed in uh, in the games <laughs> we played. Mighty Ron is better than yeah. Brain. Yes, but I still feel like I was playing the sweeter deck for sure. Yeah, so that's why this is the deck. Things are yeah, you were drawing cards and things. I was just like. But your cards attack them with three threes and five fives. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, 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 I made <laughs> elemental tokens from young pyromancer. Yeah. I generated some storm and then was unable to do anything with it, <laughs> which is yeah. always a good feeling. When you well, there are some really sweet cards in this deck, like yeah, like you said, Young Pyromancer and Goblin Electromancer. So you know, you want to get your your modern yeah uh, storm decks going. There's half here, 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 here Goblin Electromancers. There. Yeah. There's actually like a, there's two Rift Bolts in here as well, which <laughs> yeah. is a modern card. Like none of these are, are particularly pricey cards, but yeah, but I mean they are they are playables, you know. Um, yeah, it's a really cool deck. Snap, which is which is a great card. It's a it's a two mana bounce spell, but it untaps two lands when you play it, so it's basically just free. There's a, there's some arcane splice onto arcanes here. They actually showcase a lot of like pretty complicated like instant and sorcery based mechanics. Yeah, definitely with yeah, this um, deck. And like um, like Al, you were saying about that that thing with the um, you tutor you tutor up the unspeakable by paying the three. Three instants in the same turn, or, or yeah. So yeah, there's, there's sift three sands, peer through the depths, and yeah. reach through the mist. So it's a okay. one mana, two mana, and three mana instant spell. Uh, and when you play the three to win one turn, you yeah, well, it's you, you take up the unspeakable from your library <laughs> onto the battlefield. When, uh, when, what what set was that first in? Does anybody know? Uh, it should say there. Oh, yeah, it oh, does. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the unspeakable. Uh, can we go at? Kamigawa. Yeah. Kamigawa is king of uh, king of the sort of janky cool flavor <laughs> yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it actually goes pretty well with um, uh, Firewind, Firewind's Foresight from Return to Ravnica. It's a seven mana instant, which 
which you can suspend using your uh, your pseudo commander. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a yeah. It costs a five blue and a red for uh, instant speed. You you know, tutor up a one mana spell, a two mana spell, and a three mana spell. Yeah. And put it in yeah. your hand, which is you know you're going to be your is going to be your unspeakable combo. The combo, yeah. Yeah, very good. Uh, yeah, again, that's a that's a legacy playable card right there. It's played mm-hmm. in, played in the sideboard of, uh, of Omnitel. So got some got some real all stars in here, you know. Uh, but yeah, the deck's really cool. I was actually saying like this is the start of a really cool Jora Commander deck. Yeah, like if mm-hmm. anyone like played this deck like even just casually and wanted to get into Magic like and they liked this style, they could easily just take this like add you know forty more cards. And, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. have like a really sweet commander deck to just yeah. start playing with. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Yeah. Cool. I mean it I bought it so I think I probably would actually just start playing this as a commander deck. Yeah. Uh, I mean yeah, having having Jora as your commander commander is a lot better than just drawing her as a creature because it means you know that you can cast her on turn three yeah. so you turn can start suspending time, things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you can just figure it out with like expensive spells. Yeah. Like Emeralds and stuff. Yeah, I think people usually like that you have a mix of like expensive spells and then like sort of the cool like blue red like counters tempo yeah, cards yeah. removal. Sure, yeah. Just so like you're you're just like keeping them from from doing what they want to do while you're just ticking down like a huge like an Ulamogger or yeah. something like you're that. Gonna, yeah, yeah. you have a whole lot of things on its. Yeah, so Jory makes it uh, suspend four. So yeah, four mm-hmm. turns is a long time to wait. Yeah, uh, but it only costs yeah, two minutes. So yeah, but also if you're suspending something every turn, then. Yeah, from four turns from now, stuff's gonna get a stuff's gonna yeah. be coming down every turn like ridiculous. That's stuff. pretty cool. Actually, yeah. um, also, Jorianne is in this deck. Jorianne Ruindiver from Oath of the Gatewatch. Is that Oath of the Gatewatch or Bath? Uh, it's Oath, yeah. Which, which doesn't really synergize. It's funny enough because like a lot, there's a lot of expensive spells in this. Well, I think yeah, um, yeah. It's, for Jorah to cast, it's, it's just a second spell you cast, so you can. I mean, if, let's say if you, but like, like it doesn't have to be instant or sorcery, is it? It's no, like, it's, it's, it's the second yeah. spell, but like, okay. but yeah, like the average mana cost in this deck is what, like three probably. So Sorry, like, Iron, though. It's probably four. Th- yeah, three, three point five. So like, to cast two spells in a turn, mm. you actually have to spend a lot of mana. You do have yeah, ritual, yeah. you do have rituals. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you have how many desperate rituals? Just one desperate ritual, so that yeah. doesn't really help that yeah, much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like Jorian. Like it seems like forever Jorian just seems like a cool card, but is too yeah. hard to actually really make do anything. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, the deck is really cool. well. Actually, well, you do have Rift Bolts though, which which helps a lot with Jorian, because you because on your upkeep you cast it, and then whatever you cast that turn will be. Your oh yeah, that's spell. true. Yeah, yeah, and, and with Jorah as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like it's you know according to these tips written on this sheet, it says you know you're you're going to save up for a big turn where you cast multiple spells to turbocharge a spell with a storm ability. So you know if you just have Jorian in one of those big turns. You're going to draw a card. You will draw a card. <laughs> that was like, I think everyone first reads Jorianne and thinks you get to draw for each spell. Each spell after. Oh, actually, yeah, I thought the very yeah. same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't. You just get to draw one card per turn. But the the game day promo of Jorianne is extremely sweet. It's really yeah. sweet, yeah. Really it's nice. Really good. Yeah, um, why, why do some of these uh, cards have, have a little... Um, Asterisk beside. Oh, there are ones with a new art for the set. Oh, um, right, right. Okay, so we have Jora herself. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, we mentioned before, I think, that, that she has mm. really good art. The Unspeakable. Uh, Desperate Ritual, which looks really cool, actually. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Um, that seems to be it. People would want those for, for modern. It's a modern yeah, storm yeah. card. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. Oh, we have a big version of the Jora art here. Oh, she's beautiful. Very nice. Yeah, it's class. This is great audio-only content. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Sorry, <bro. laughs> um, she is a woman. And, uh, <laughs> she's holding a pair of pliers. Oh, yeah, she is. She has red and blue hair. 
And that's the colors of her. Oh, so, so it's like she knows. God. I always feel like it's like it's like the Power Rangers in their casual clothes when they weren't fighting. They wore the same color Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. So that is uh, that is mind. Maybe next week we'll do might. Who knows? Yeah, or, 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 or maybe <laughs> someone. Maybe someone pick right, fucking standard. It needs, a, it needs a ban. We, we have run out of standard. Decks. It needs a ban, in my opinion. If next banner is shut to death, they need to say dual decks. Mind you know, the visa cold eyes is banned from yeah. mind versus mind. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a one neck format. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that she was pretty overpowered when I played her there, so um, she was getting yeah. in there. I tell you that, yeah, yeah, pretty sweet. She has no, it's funny though, her, her, her ability doesn't affect herself because she says she each other, um, warrior, berserker, and something else gets plus two plus two in haste, yeah. but she's just legendary human. creature, human, yeah, yeah, yeah which is very unusual, yeah, um. But yeah, these are these seem like cool decks to play together. I don't know how balanced they are really. Just from those two games, I kind of the the the, the might deck kind of beat the shit out of the. Uh, I think I, I was playing. I was playing too aggressively, I think as well, which yeah. I would, I would yeah. alter. For it says time. right here you got to save up for a turbo turn. <laughs> I know, but I had I had a turn two young pyromancer. I mean, that's fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotta, I was going to make some one yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I made some tree folk. Yeah. Um. But the. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did have Lavisa both games in fairness, so like she's yeah, pretty true. like the next turn after is pretty explosive. You, yeah, you if you don't it. remove her, yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, that's uh, we I, I think I would recommend this. I, if people haven't played Dual Decks before, they're actually really fun. They're they're a nice mm-hmm. way to well they can be a nice way to introduce new people to play because they're meant to play against each other. Sometimes they have some uh, complicated mechanics in them. Yeah. And I think after after a series of like not so well received <coughs> ones. Yeah. Um well I think Blessed versus Curse was meant to be okay maybe. Yeah, I I th- I find that one good because it's nice and thematic as well. Yeah. Like yeah. people can go like, "Oh, it's demons and stuff versus ghosts and stuff." Yes, that that makes sense. Yeah, but like the Nissa versus Obnixilis wasn't very good. Yeah. I think yeah, the black deck was just way better. Yeah. And uh like the Eldrazi versus Allies one was yeah, terrible as well. Yeah. yeah, the Eldrazi, much as they did in the storyline just beat the crap out of yeah, yeah. out of Zendikar. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so this is the first one that really just seems like like just firing on all, all cylinders yeah, seems yeah. really good yeah, if you have no friends uh, you know, the, the, the mind deck is really fun to play out in solitaire and before you guys arrived I was, just play, I was in here saying how high can I get my storm count oh yeah it doesn't go very high but um, I got some good turbo turns uh, yeah like not when you have loads of seven mana sorceries in your deck seven mana sorceries no they are not seven mana sorcery grape shot you for two um, and that's like that's optimistic okay so I I think that's going to be it for today Um, thanks to Barry Cannon for our theme music yeah fair play Barry Um, we will be back next week we'll be discussing some of the some of the reveals from Amonkhetas again because like proper spoiler season starts tomorrow when we're recording this but mm -hmm. today when you're hearing this or even yesterday when you're hearing this maybe depending on uh, how how quick our listeners are to download our podcast Mm -hmm. um, which I know that they're just sitting there refreshing Oh, yeah, iTunes until it's there. Um, but yeah, you can find us on Twitter, you can find us on iTunes, uh, you can find us on Instagram. Mm, uh, upcoming. Coming, yes, yeah, coming yeah, soon. Yeah. Okay, we're going to be taking some really sweet um, fisheye lens uh, yeah. photographs. We've decided that's our <laughs> yeah. aesthetic. Yeah, that's our thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're going to be like uh, skaters in the late 80s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that, that's it. Bye. See you guys. Bye bye. Thanks for listening.